Hello, welcome, ba welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. Today's news stories are the Senate Agriculture Committee hears from the CFTC and the crypto industry, and that happened this week. Much has changed in the last six months. There is a lot more diversity in American investors, and you will definitely want to hear about this. And if you stay till the end, I will tell you what my latest crypto move was and why. And this just happened last night, so check it out. If you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. Please like or subscribe. And it helps support me. If you're, if you're listening on podcasts, please give me five stars and subscribe. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. Please use the links and do your own research. All right, let's jump in. The Senate Agriculture Committee hearing. Sam Bankman-Fried, the CEO and co-founder of FTX. FTX is a crypto exchange based in the Bahamas, and it is there because of friendly regulation. Now, it is also the third most rated exchange in the world according to CoinMarketCap. You can also check out uh, check that out in the links below. All right, so Bloomberg reports. Let me see, I got a uh, article for you right here. Okay, so Bloomberg reports that Let's see, where did the article go? There it is. All right. So you got FTX chief reminds Congress that 95% of crypto volume is offshore. So this just happened yesterday. You can see uh, Sam Bankman Freed. He's got a notoriously famous uh, hairdo. And let's see. All right. Let's go back to my notes. All right. So according to this article, and it's and Sam Bankman Freed is uh, reported as saying, despite the majority of the intellectual property of the digital asset industry originating from the United States, 95 percent of volume occurs offshore. Bankman Freed told members of Senate Agriculture Committee during during a hearing Wednesday on crypto assets, the majority of assets are not accessible at all from the United States. It would great be great to be able to have more liquidity and bring business back on shore. So basically what he's saying is the US has all the intellectual property, but only 95% uh, volume of trading volume is happening off, or sorry, 95% of volume is trading offshore. And there and all these assets that are being created by Americans are not really accessible to Americans. And Sam Bankman-Fried has it what was requesting uh, clarity of federal oversight supports expanding power to the Commodities Future Trading Commission, which is the CFTC versus the SEC. If you've been watching my news updates, you know that the SEC is trying to say that crypto is a security or the same thing as a stock, and the CFTC would not would be trading it as a commodity. And uh, he. Sam Bankman-Fried also is asking for a process for digital tokens to register and versus assuming. So there are so since there are tokens that claim they are not a security and Gary Gensler, the head of the SEC, has said that 6000 coins are securities. Well, there are an estimated 16000 coins. So what are all these other coins? And who regulates them? Well, right now, nobody regulates them. Apparently, the CFTC does not have jurisdiction. And uh, Sam Bankman-Fried is also asking for clarity over licensing requirements. 
The F and just to give you a little bit of uh, information from this article, FTC trades $15 billion daily and it makes up 10% of the global market. And uh, he might have some insight and know what he's talking about. All right, also at the hearing, head of the CFTC, Chairman Rostin Beeman, and I have an article from the Wall Street Journal to share for, with you. There you go, right there. All right, so you can see uh, this name of this article is CFTC Chair Asks Congress for Authority to Regulate Some Cryptocurrencies. All these links will be below, so please check them out and don't just take my word for it. All right, uh, and so the chairman Beeman wants congressional granted authority for crypto. So that goes back to what I was just saying about no one's really regulating crypto that is not considered a security. So he does believe that investors need protection and he does have skepticism just like Gensler and other Biden administration uh, regulators, appointees and members of the Biden administration. And uh, the head of the SEC, they cite another article in this article that is, has Gary Gensler saying that private forms of money uh, basically went away uh, with, with President Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, making the control of the currency. And uh, basically, Gensler wants to stop it out because he thinks it's crazy that we don't need all forms of money. But guess what? Cryptocurrency is not just a new form of money. They are utility tokens, so it's not quite the same thing. However, there are similarities in that if the ecosystem in which the token is used, think Starbucks rewards, if the Starbucks goes out of business, then their rewards will be worth nothing. So it is kind of like that, as in a bank issues a currency and then the bank goes out of business. So there are similarities. So that means that I am only going to invest in massive ecosystems, such as a Starbucks version, like a crypto version of Starbucks something that I doubt will be going out of business anytime soon, but this is not financial advice. Okay, so Beeman goes on to say, or sorry, Benham goes on to say, and sorry if I'm butchering that name, uh, my responsibility is assumed that it will continue to take root and that this technology will continue to emerge and wind itself into traditional finance. Mr. Bean, Beanman said in response to a senator's questions about whether cryptocurrency is likely to grow its role in the financial system, he says, if we don't approach the technology that way, we run the risk of stability and safety issues and soundness issues. So the head of the CFTC continues to go on in saying that he wants to close the gap between the SEC and the CFTC. As in, I just mentioned before, there's like this gap between uh, between what cryptocurrencies fall into a security and when then the rest of them, where who's regulating them currently? Nobody. So he's asking for more money and more power. And that's what SEC asked for too, except for the SEC is trying to expand their power to regulate outside of their purview. And so that's what we got going on. And then just to connect this last, this story to the previous article or this article, the previous article, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried is quoted as saying, I think the CFTC is in a very strong position to do this. And he continues on, I would love to see that jurisdiction expand to be able to provide federal oversight for the cash markets, similar to how they do for derivatives markets today, both to provide consumer protection, protect against systemic risks, and provide a clear and consistent framework for the industry. Okay, so basically... 
top people in crypto want regulation. They realize that if investors are getting screwed and people don't have confidence in the markets and regulators could come down, down at any moment and with a lawsuit and just crush their investment, you know, until we have this clarity, then we're really not going to get the growth that we're expecting to have. So the crypto industry, all the way at the top, they want, they want clarity. They just don't want it to fall under the SEC. And they, a lot more have been coming out saying the CFTC should regulate them. And that has a lot to do with the fact that one, the most, a lot of these coins are not securities because they are utility tokens within an ecosystem. Therefore, they don't really, they don't really fit the descriptions of the SEC, but also just to speak frankly, the regulations by the CFTC is less stringent than the SEC, and it will allow the industry to continue to move on. But with some extra granted oversight, the CFTC can help protect investors. And we pray. Yes, we do. So let's see. Let's pray that this stuff actually happens and we can continue on with the growth of this industry. Okay, so moving on, uh, something I was not really aware about, aware of, sorry, um, was diversity in crypto. So I did know that there's some data from this summer, and I have a, um, a, secure, a survey monkey called Curiosity at Work Survey, and I'm just going to read you some basic data, some little data here. Seven in 10, so 70% of Americans own a traditional bank account. That means 30% do not. While more than seven, three quarters, so 78% of white men have traditional bank account, but only half, 51% of black women do. So it says 71% of white women, 63% of black men, 67% of Hispanics. So basically, the data says that there's uh, people of color and minorities have uh, less are less likely to own a bank account, which means they're less likely to be included in the financial system. And it also says that going, going continuing on in this survey, and all these links are below, so you don't have to take my word for it, just check my work. Uh, two in 10, so 19%, 19-20% of Black people think cryptocurrency has no risk. 6% of white people think cryptocurrency has no risk, and 13% of Hispanics think it has no risk, and 8% of Asians think it has no risk. So basically, this is saying that um, white people think that less people, more, more white people think cryptocurrency is risky versus uh, other members, uh, other, other uh, ethnicities. And more men than women invest in cryptocurrency. The ratio is still two to one, it looks like. Uh, two men to every one woman. So that, um, you know, you're seeing, start seeing a lot more women in uh, executive positions in the crypto companies. So you're starting to see more and more diversity come in. But this, uh, this survey was just in August. So just wait until I got to what I have to show you. This is just kind of goes to show how quickly things are changing in crypto and uh, Congress and the regulators just are having a lot of trouble get, keeping up. And then here's another one. Uh, more young and middle-aged investors invest in cryptocurrency than older investors. It says that most of the investors are 18 to 34. And then 
a little less is 35 to 64 and a fraction is anyone over 64. So the majority of people that are invested are young people. Okay, so check this out. This just dropped two days ago from ABC. I'm gonna play a little clip from a video for you. And let's see, share screen. I thought this was pretty cool. Okay. So, all right, one second. So I have to be able to see the video. If you can't see the video, it's okay because you'll be able to hear the audio. All right, just check this out. Are informal surveys out there that hint at a sea change in the investing world? Cryptocurrency is derided by some as a very risky investment, while others see it as the beginning of transformational change. It's becoming more popular in black and brown. All right, I don't know if you can hear it, so just let me let me start over. Let's see. All right. So I don't know if you can hear it now. There are informal surveys out there that hint at a sea change in the investing world. Cryptocurrency is derided by some as a very risky investment, so while others see working. it as the beginning of transformational change. It's becoming more popular in black and brown communities. Janae Norman takes a closer look. The cryptocurrency craze has been booming in recent years, particularly for people of color. I initially started looking into cryptocurrency when I was in high school. What made me interested in it was having the opportunity to oh kind gosh. of... Okay, hold on. Let me just redo this. Sorry. There are informal surveys out there that hint at a sea change in the investing world. Cryptocurrency is derided by some as a very risky investment, while others see it as the beginning of transformational change. It's becoming more popular in black and brown communities. Janae Norman takes a closer look. The cryptocurrency craze has been booming in recent years, particularly for people of color. I initially started looking into cryptocurrency when I was in high school. What made me interested in it was having the opportunity to kind of put myself in a position where I can kind of take control of my own financial lives. Specifically, Black and Latino Americans using the investment tool to build wealth outside of the financial institutions that they've historically been excluded from. Unrepresented group of people are kind of more, you know, heavily invested into the, um, the crypto because we understand the possibilities. And when you're coming from uh, more humble beginnings, you want to utilize all the opportunities you can give to help better yourself. College students Shimani Smith and Caroline Altagracia credit their involvement in the crypto sphere to their former high school teacher, Carlos Acevedo, who held crypto boot camps through his organization, the Crypto Community Project, teaching first himself the fundamentals of crypto through the internet, podcasts, and YouTube, and soon after, teaching his students. During my lunch break, they saw me watching the YouTube videos, they saw me listening to podcasts, reading. Uh, and they wanted to make money on Bitcoin. That really was the running joke. Mr. When you gave me some Bitcoin, it really, you know, solidified my own understanding. 
as I taught it. Clev Mesador, founder of the National Policy Network of Women of Color and Blockchain and former President Obama appointee, emphasizes how black and Latino innovators are leading mainstream adoption of the crypto space. All communities have been locked out of the financial system. We have not been able to participate when you look at what's happened in the banking sector and even Wall Street. So therefore, decentralization is an opportunity for us to not have any barriers to entry and also participate and be producers as well. This new area of the financial landscape serves as an open invitation for minority investors. So many more black and brown people of color getting into cryptocurrency. Why do you think that is compared to trading stocks, for example? Younger people, um, minorities, uh, people who may have not been quote unquote uh, educated on the traditional finance system, they might see this, especially the kind of quote unquote anti-establishment bent in the crypto sphere as more attractive to become engaged with it. People like Sheikha Reed, she's using her knowledge of cryptocurrency to create NFTs for black artists. All right, so. I think that was pretty awesome to hear about. And let's see, let me go back to my notes. All right, so what I got from that was there, in which we already mentioned based on the data, is there's an underrepresentation of uh, various members of our nation, uh, primarily and it only uh, the members of uh, people of color and minorities, as I, as I mentioned with the data above. Um, so all these rules, uh, that we have for the, around the financial industry where, you know, in order to get a bank account, what do you need in order to make an investment? What do you need in order to get a loan? What do you need? Well, all, all those rules have essentially kept out large groups of people. And now it's very easy for them, for people to set up an account. All you need is a smartphone and an internet connection. Uh, you need a social security number and a driver's license to open up an account with a, with a crypto exchange. And that's it. You don't need to go through anything else. So uh, something else that was mentioned in this video is uh, Women in Color and Blockchain Organization. I just want to show you that real quick. And let's see, where are we? Okay. So this site, you can see Let's see, where is it? Okay, a mission. The National Policy Network of Women of Color and Blockchain advocates for inclusion in crypto ecosystems. The organization partners with blockchain enterprises, the private sector, and institutions to promote female industry leaders building products and services on the technology. Its mission is to ensure the voices of innovators of color and part of the policy debate regarding the emerging crypto economy. And it continues on to talk about the founder, and the founder, Cleve Mesador, is author of Clevolution, My Justice for My Quest for Justice in Politics and Crypto. She leads a national policy network of women of color, women of color blockchain, and is an advisor to the Blockchain Association. Mayor Mayor Muriel Bowser, which is my mayor, because I'm in DC, has appointed her to the DC Innovation and Technology Inclusion Council. She is also an official South by Southwest speaker. A Washington insider, she served as an Obama presidential appointee, a senior staffer in Congress, and in the leadership of national political campaigns. She's also a Howard University alum and member of Alpha, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. So 
pretty uh, serious person, you know, with a lot of accolades and really tapped in. So I think it's pretty awesome to see diversity in the industry. And I would love to hear from anybody, any person of color or woman that is in crypto that wants to share their experience on their journey to crypto. I think it'd be super awesome to have you on the show or at least hear from you so I can talk about it. All right. And now that you've stayed till the end, I will tell you about my move I made in crypto last night. So right now, I'm not really buying anything unless unless the prices drop below a certain number. And, you know, I told you before, if crypto drops below 32, uh, somewhere around 31,000, I'll buy more uh, Bitcoin and most likely other altcoins will drop. So I'll buy those as well. But until then, I'm just moving my assets around and swing trading, meaning when one goes down or one goes up, I might I might trade it into another crypto that I think is going to go up. Um, but yesterday, what I did was I the game Axie Infinity, which I've talked about in previous episodes, so you can check those out on YouTube. And so the AXS governance token for the Axie Infinity ecosystem or the Axie Infinity game is currently paying 79% annual return if you stake your tokens. So I've made a, quite a few tokens by staking them. I'm, I was averaging about one token a month. They're trading, they've been trading between 60 and $120 over the last less than six months. So they're currently on the low end of that, obviously, just like with the rest of the market. However, the new coin, RON, R-O-N, is is going to be used for transactions on the Ronin blockchain, which is where Axie Infinity is built on. So you can go to Katana Dex, the decentralized exchange called Katana, and you can you can connect your Ronin wallet to that, and you can swap coins, and you can farm and provide liquidity. So to get more Ron coin, and considering that. There is more transactions on the Ronin blockchain than on Ethereum blockchain, which is super, super intense. That's, that's a lot of transactions. Eventually, these Ron coins are going to be used for transactions. So there's a lot of speculation that those coins will go up. And I'm not really sure what the AXS token is going to be. So I took some AXS token out of my staking. I swapped half of it for Ethereum. And then because when you provide liquidity, you need equal parts. So I took out uh, like a handful, and, and then I took out 50% of my AXS token, and I swapped for Ethereum, and then I provided liquidity through the a AXS and the Ethereum pair, and now I'm farming RON, the RON token. So I anticipate that to be a smart move. I'll let you know how that goes. If everything I just said doesn't make any sense to you, please leave a comment below and let me know because I am more than happy to have you on the show where we can walk through that. It would be educational for you and also educational for other people. So let me know. Let me know if you like the content and uh, by leaving me a comment below, please like and subscribe and click the notification bell on YouTube. Please give me five stars on on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate you. It also, all this all helps support me. It doesn't cost you anything. And uh, have a great day. Hodl on.